Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Amen. The text for our meditation this evening is the epistle lesson, 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 22 through 25. And we read these words again in the name of our Lord. Since you have purified your souls by obeying the truth, resulting in sincere brotherly love, love one another constantly from a pure heart. For you have been born again, not from perishable seed, but from imperishable, through the living and enduring word of God. For all flesh is like grass, and all its glory is like a flower of the field. The grass withers and the flowers fall, but the word of the Lord endures forever. And this is the word that was preached to you. These are the words of our text. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we have once again gathered in your name to hear your word. We pray that you would come to us through it. Speak to us and dispel our doubts and fears. Reassure us that we have a bright future because you sent Jesus to live and die for us. It's in his name that we pray. Amen. In Christ Jesus, dear fellow redeemed. So did 2020 go the way that you expected it to? I think sometimes this year I've gotten a little sick of people pointing out how different life is in 2020 and how rotten it is. But it is the elephant in the room, isn't it? This time last year, what if you thought that you'd be sitting in church with a mask on your face? Would you think that here at Peace we even have a service for those with medical conditions and serious concerns that there's no singing? Could anyone have really imagined even how life for the church would have changed in 2020? It's been a different year. So many changes on so many different levels. Yet one thing has stayed the same. Regardless of the events in our world, God's word hasn't changed. God's word has remained the same as it was a year ago, a century ago, a thousand years ago. Because the word of the Lord endures forever. When our lives are so full of uncertainty, would you dare make a prediction right now about how 21's going to go? When our lives are so full of uncertainty, God gives us this great comfort that the word of the Lord endures forever. So as we wrap up 2020 and look toward the future, toward 21 and beyond, let us remember that. Let us focus 
on the word of the Lord endures forever. Peter tells us two things that we'll look at tonight about this word of the Lord. The first is that it gives new birth. And the second is that it gives you good news. So this word of the Lord that endures forever gives new birth. During Jesus' ministry, there was a man named Nicodemus. You're probably familiar with the story. Nicodemus went to Jesus in the middle of the night. He was a member of the Sanhedrin. He probably wanted to come to Jesus in secret. As a Pharisee, Nicodemus certainly believed that his relationship with God was based on how he performed. As in, if Nicodemus obeyed all of God's commandments, then everything would be good. He probably also had this idea that because of his descent from Abraham, that he was in a special relationship with God. John chapter 3 records that when Nicodemus came to Jesus in the middle of the night, the first thing recorded that Jesus said to him was, unless a man is born again or born from above, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Jesus was pointing to a new birth, not of the body, but of the soul, or we might even say the heart. And Nicodemus wondered, you know, what's Jesus talking about? And so he asked, well, I can't be born again of my physical mother, right? And Jesus said, unless a man is born of water and the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. This word of the Lord that endures forever gives new life, rebirth, spiritual new life and rebirth. And Peter draws out why this rebirth is necessary. Why Nicodemus, if he had any thought that his descent from Abraham put him in a special relationship with God, was wrong. Peter tells us that the believer is not born of perishable seed. There's a lot packed in to that meaning. Often, the Bible will speak of man's seed in the, the ability of men to give life and create children. All of those born of man's seed are perishable. And so everyone born of man is going to perish, is going to die. But the new birth that Peter speaks of here is imperishable seed. So it must be something different. This new birth is not a human new birth. It's a spiritual new birth. So why do all men perish? Why do they die? The Bible's clear in so many verses that it's because people are sinful. 
The wages of sin is death. Every one of us here tonight, in a physical sense, is perishable because our dads were sinful. And so we all have to be prepared for death. But God has given us an imperishable seed. A seed that not only will go on forever, that will endure forever, but also a seed that takes root in the person and gives them new life. Often in our lives, I would say, let's say we go through a bad chapter of our lives. We can just want a fresh start. We can want to just be able to wipe that chapter out, forget about it, maybe learn from it is what we should do. But we don't want to be caught there. We want to be able to start again. That's what this word of the Lord enables us to do, to be born again or born from above. It's a fresh start. So maybe you would look at 2020 and back. Think, boy, I wish I could do things differently. You can acknowledge the mistakes you made, the, the sins that you committed. And you can really want a fresh start. You have one. Because the word of the Lord endures forever. It's imperishable seed that gives life that lasts forever. Because God sent Jesus to take away our sin. The word of the Lord endures forever. Jesus is the word of God made flesh. And he came and he lived and died in your place so that your slate is, your slate is totally wiped clean. Your sins are forgiven. Because whatever was written on that slate, whatever sins you would tally up against yourself, Whatever you would like erased from your past, Jesus took that tally and he claimed it as his own. And the Bible tells us that that debt, that tally that was written against us, was nailed with Jesus to the cross so that Jesus has paid your tab. Whatever you owe God, Jesus is satisfied. So right now, your slate is clean. You are forgiven. The word of the Lord that endures forever has proclaimed it and declared it to be true. So if you're wrestling with those things of the past that still haunt you, don't listen to your memory. Don't listen to your conscience reminding you of your guilt. Listen to the word of the Lord. 
And it declares that you are forgiven. It declares that you are God's child. It declares that you have a new life. You have been born again. And so now, you can have good news about the future. The term good news is, is really wrapped up in, in the last sentence of our text. And it's easy to miss in English. It's translated, and this is the word that was preached to you. That word preached, that's the same, it's related to the word that we use for evangelism. It's really saying, and this is the word that proclaimed the good news to you. So you've heard the good news that Jesus is your Savior. That's being preached to you. That's being declared to you. But the Bible has lots of other good news. Lots more good news for the Christian as they live out their earthly lives. The word of the Lord endures forever. And it doesn't just tell you that your sins are forgiven. It also gives you the firm promise that God will never leave you or forsake you. What a comfort that's been for Christians this past year. That through all the trials and difficulties, and we might even say the extra trials and difficulties, God has not forsaken us. God has been with us each and every step of the way through the pandemic, through everything that we've had to deal with this year. God has not left us to battle these things alone. We can sometimes think that way. We can approach our problems as if we are the solution. But that's not true. God is there with us, guiding us and protecting us. He will keep his word to never leave us. So even though life may make us feel all alone, it's not true. Because your loving God is there with you. God has even promised that he's going to turn troubles into good for the Christian. We often cite that Romans passage, Romans 8, where it says, all things work for the good of those who love him. Later on in that chapter, it, it tells us that nothing can separate us from the love of God. No trouble or hardship is going to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus. Some have said that the pandemic has been a blessing to them. It's enabled them to slow down and connect with family. They haven't had a lot else to do. That's a blessing. Some have said that online church, that they're even more connected with God's word because they're watching more services than just their regular church service. 
there are blessings in the difficulties because God promises that he's going to turn even evil into good for us. So he's with us, he's blessing us even in hardship, and he promises that heaven is ours, that he's going to lead us through this mess of a life and finally get us to heaven. That's no small thing. We should be thinking about heaven every day. And yet in the hustle and bustle of life, it often slips from our mind. We don't get up in the morning thinking, oh, I'm an heir of heaven. One day I'm going to get there and today I'm one day closer than I was yesterday. That heaven is mine because Jesus lived and died for me. Many times in the Bible, we're, we're told to focus our eyes on Jesus, fix our eyes on Jesus, or to focus our minds on things above, not on earthly things. The holy writers in those verses are holding before us the prize of heaven so that we can keep pushing on day after day because the end goal is worth it. One day you're going to enjoy a life free from all the misery of sin. One day you're going to stand before God in all his glory and you with a glorified body because Jesus loves you and died for you. So don't lose sight of heaven in what we might call the hell of our earthly lives. Let's keep our minds on things above and not on earthly things so that we can live in this word of the Lord that endures forever, holding on to all of God's promises that our sins are forgiven, that God is with us, that he'll turn trouble into blessing and he'll get us to heaven eventually. Holding on to those promises, it won't really matter what 2021, 22, or any day in the future brings, because it will all work out for our good. These things you can be certain of. You can be certain because the word of the Lord endures forever. So in 12 months time, when we gather again, I do hope and pray that we are without mass and that our regular worship is back in full swing. I can't guarantee that to you though. It may be worse than now, but we will still have the word. May God make 2021 a year that you cling to his word 
this word that endures forever. Amen. Please stand for the blessing. And now may the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, guard and keep your hearts and minds through faith in Christ Jesus until life everlasting. Amen.